Hello guys and welcome back to the new episode of the Ship of Dreams I Titanic podcast. I am Michaela and with me here is Manuel. So we are back and the fifth episode is going to be about the departure of the Titanic. So we still, we already know it's um, April the 10th, 1912. We are in Southampton at the docks. The scene starts off with all the people waving goodbye. And I think this is quite important because you need to think that for so many people, this event meant like a new, a whole new life for them. So there were a lot of immigrants that were transferring to America for good. So they knew, okay, this is now the beginning of our new life in a new home, in a new land, America. Uh, most of the third class passengers were actually immigrants and this is how the White Star Line got the most of the money from these transatlantic travels. I don't know if you knew, but cabin on the Titanic in third class would cost between 15 and 40 dollars which doesn't sound very much, but <laughs> with the inflation rate from 100 years, this would be $402,000 now. That is a lot. I mean, it is a five to six day on sea. So this is actually not so much, but yes, for that time and for the people who spent that it is really, really a lot. So there people really sold everything they had just to buy a ticket for Titanic. Well, who needs a house when you're going to leave the UK anyways? Yeah, but I mean, it's insane. You just leave everything behind. You just sold everything and it's like, yeah, okay, come on, let's start a new life in America. Well, if you're in a crisis, might be the only way out for you. Yeah, and also at that time, there was this grand epic phrase, this from the dishwasher to the millionaire. So people thought that if you're going to America, it's super easy to get out of your clade and to reach higher levels, to gain more money. And that's what they thought it's going to be. I also looked it up how much you paid in second and first class. Second class would have been $60, which is about $1,618 now. That's okay, right? We, yeah. we could pay that. We wouldn't want to. And first class was $150. This is now $4,045. That surely is a lot. And that was the, the least expensive cabin for first class. Do you know what the most expensive? Yes, cost? that's the parlor suites. The ones we were talking about in, I think it was the first episode, the on B-Deck with this private promenade that we also see in the movie because it's Rosa's cabin. This would have cost $4,350 then. And this is about $117,000 now. That is quite a lot. Yeah. So actually now you know why Cardessa was the richest on board. So she owned one of these most expensive cabins. And also Mr. John Jacob Astor, he was the richest man on ship. He owned one sea deck. We will never see this inside. Of course not, because it's on the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, but actually... There was a project from a Australian guy. He wanted to rebuild the Titanic and call it Titanic 2, but he couldn't because he had some financial problems. So actually, I don't think Titanic 2 will ever sail. But in China, they built another rebuilt 
and for an amusement park where you at least can see the insides. And that one, is that original? So is it the same blueprint as the real Titanic used? For these ones in China, yes and no. So the most rooms will be the same, but not all the rooms, because obviously there will be some rooms that you're never going to see. And they also want to have, I think it was a restaurant on board, like another one or a casino or something like that. So they wanted to have additional rooms. I see. Makes sense for an amusement park. Yeah. Also Cliff Palmer, the one who wanted to invent this Titanic 2 project, he wanted to do the same ship, but with another additional deck just for lifeboats so that it would actually be safe. I see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also from the immigrants that were traveling on Titanic, we had 113 Swedes, 120 Irish, 59 Finns, 27 Russians, 81 Syrians, 8 Chinese and 11 Italian on board. And one of them was Fabrizio. Yeah. Oh, of, of course, we also had German, obviously. Sorry that I didn't include them, because for me, this is like <laughs> not a foreign person. Next thing we see, okay, there is this music being in the background. It's called Leaving Port. And this is a typical ship themed score. And you actually see now the whole beauty of the ship, how big it is when it sails past this small boat, you can actually see, oh my God, this is amazingly big and enormous. Yeah. And we also see how the propeller starts the work. This is some, a nice feature. There were three bladed wing propellers and there was an additional one, a single four bladed central propeller. This was only used for the rudder so the ship could be steered a little bit easier. And we see one small boat pulling the whole Titanic. Yeah, this is a tender, so they actually helped the Titanic going out of the port. I don't know why James Cameron didn't include this in this movie, probably because it would have been just too much content. But normally, if a ship is swimming, it has always a suction at the stern. Because, you know, it's moving, so it sucks water behind it. And when Titanic passed the SS New York and the Oceanic, the rope broke and the ship just the other ship drifted towards Titanic. That was a almost collision and they could just prevent it with a tugboat that pulled the New York away. Therefore Titanic's voyage was actually an hour delayed. They never included it in the movie, but this actually happened. Okay, so Jack and Fabry are searching their rooms and I think he says it is G or it is E60 or 16. I wasn't sure, but I looked them both up in the blueprints. G60 is not possible because G60 doesn't exist. <laughs> On G deck, the numbers went only to 40. So G60 isn't possible. G16 instead would be possible, but it would have been only a room with two beds. But as we can clearly see in the movie, there are two bunk beds. So there would have been place for four people. This isn't the case for G16. So actually I think it should have been E16, but yeah. Not sure about that, actually. But may I interrupt here and yeah. I I got a question or I got a statement, I guess, on the incident with the New York. Deck. Yeah. I think it might be that he didn't include it because it might have destroyed the illusion of the unsinkable ship too early because there almost was an accident. And Yeah, I know that many people also said this could have been a bad omen for the ship to almost have a collision before the maiden voyage. And there are also uh, statements from passengers that said before they boarded the ship, they had bad dreams or 
they were having a feeling that they shouldn't board the ship. Well, it's easy to say that after it. Yeah, that's true. After that's true. it happened. But maybe if the maiden voyage wasn't delayed for an hour, maybe the Titanic never would have hit yeah. that iceberg. That's true. The probability of, wow, it's amazing, isn't it? It's crazy. So many factors in that equation that had to match whether this event could happen. Okay, so let's go on. There is then this, okay, uh, Fabri and Jack are going into this room. Then there's this funny quote where the other guy is saying with the subtitles, where is when? <laughs> I just think that's so funny. <laughs> He's just like, what the fuck just happened? Didn't we book a, a room with our pals? No, they didn't. Well, actually, they did <laughs> yeah. not. Well, and then there's this cut to this beautiful promenade deck. So we actually now see the promenade deck from the two parlor suites. They were lookalike. So a big promenade just for, you know, two or three people living in these cabins. Well, if you got the money. Yeah. Then we see also that now Rose is unpacking all her paintings. Trudy, her lady's maid asks her uh, if she wants to unpack all paintings and she tells her yes we need a little color in this room and i'm always like what more color i mean this room with this beautiful wooden panels and these flowers and i wouldn't need more color in here would you well no most likely not but well maybe it's her thing because we saw in her house later on there were lots of stuff standing around lots of flowers yeah, lots of true. things maybe she's just like oh i need everything yeah it seems like it because i think the room is perfectly fine we have just golden ornaments on the wood panels so yeah, i, think I would the, need more if the painting is kind of overloaded even. yeah but we also get to know that these are actually picassos <laughs> and there's this funny quote from that they actually can't remember the name of the artist so something picasso i also looked that up if this is actually true so cubism started from picasso uh, started around 198 and he was in paris right after his blue period <laughs> from 1901 to 1907 so this could be actually a thing that rose we know was most probably in france before she went on titanic that she could have just bought these pictures there do we know if there were paintings of picasso on the titanic no 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 this is just an additional thing cameron added okay so we no, so there were, were, no. were never or at least that we know there were never paintings okay. of picasso in there there is also a deleted scene we don't see here trudy goes to the bedroom and rose is following her with the paintings and then trudy says it smells so brand new like they build it all just for us i mean just to think that tonight when i crawl between the sheets i'll be the first and then Cal comes into the room and says in his sluggish voice, and when I crawl between the sheets tonight, I'll still be the first. And then he comes to Rose and hugs her from behind, and you see that she's very uncomfortable with this. <laughs> and he's saying, like, the first and only, forever. And I'm so happy they cut the scene. This would have been so weird. I mean, you actually then see that Rose isn't actually happy about her marriage, but ah, that scene would have been too much, I think. So I'm really happy they deleted it. Yeah. He's like, yeah, you are going to be my wife, so you are my property and I can do whatever I want with you. But actually, do you think, because he says, I'm going to be the first and only forever, do you think they already did it? Most likely not. Would he wait actually for so long? They, he I he guess... wouldn't be the type to it is it well but i guess it was the etiquette at that time mm. that it was not suitable for a woman yeah to have sex before marriage i guess it was really not his decision but also not hers i guess it is the decision of 
her parents, I would say, because... Yeah, but actually, from... I mean, when she's going to marry him, it's kind of sad. Well, yes, but he might always say no. After all, in that time period, it was kind of you're a virgin or you really have a tough time to get married. They didn't for her safety, most likely. Yeah, because what happens if he doesn't want to marry her? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She won't find anyone else that is suitable yeah. for her standings. Yeah, that's, that's actually really sad. So let's go on. There's a cut to Shibur with this beautiful uh, sunset and all the lights are on. There's this tender that brings the passengers to, to the ship. And we finally get to know Molly Brown. Molly Brown was just called Molly after Titanic. Before Titanic, she was just called Margaret Tobin Brown. Her husband was a miner. He started mining gold and that's where he got all the money from because she is, as Rose refers to her, new money. This is actual true, so Margaret Tobin Brown was on the ship and she was new money and her husband was not with her because they were divorced and she began traveling across Europe and she met John Jacob Astor and his wife Madeleine in Cairo and there she got the message that her grandson was very ill and that's the reason why she actually booked a ticket on Titanic and also the Astor said oh, okay well then we'll travel with you and so they all booked a ticket for Titanic. Margaret was an actual women's rights activist. This is very very modern. She had some very modern views from the world and she's portrayed by Kathy Bates. That's all I have to say about her. So did she survive? She survived and she we know her now by the name the unsinkable Molly Brown. Yeah, that is mentioned in the movie, I think. Yeah. That was actually one question I wanted to ask you, but you already answered it for me. She was not a fictional character. There is also a story about her that we will get to when the Titanic sinks, because there happened some, some things in the boats, in the lifeboats. It's actually quite interesting. We also hear in Shabur, we hear this the wedding dance waltz in the background while Rose and her mother are going out of the elevators. And this is so cool to mention because the Titanic had elevators. There were three elevators in first class from A to E deck and there was one elevator for the second class from boat deck to F deck, which wasn't very normal for ships at that time. I didn't even know that ships nowadays have elevators. Really? No idea. You never have, have you never been on a ship before? Well, I have, but not on a cruise. <laughs> okay, okay, I see. Were you on a sailing ship or? Yeah, small boats like ah, okay. motorboats, sailing ships, or okay. something like that. But not really big ships. I never went on a cruise or something like that. Ah, okay. So, well, I had no idea. Yeah, um, this was actually a real cool thing for that time period to have an elevator on a ship. Yeah, I can imagine that. So it was very, very first classish. Powered by electricity. Yes, electricity was generated by one of Titanic's vessels. So yeah, we had electricity on board. Also the lights you see were powered with electricity. Yeah, yeah I, I never doubted that, but maybe the elevators were not with electricity. When Titanic finally left Shibur, she was on her way to Ireland. So this was actually the route she traveled from Southampton to Shibur to Ireland and then onto the open sea to New York. Oh, there, um, there was a passenger who traveled with Titanic, but he actually was so Afraid. He didn't know why. He said he just don't want to be on the ship. So he actually went off board in Ireland and this is why his life was safe. Which class? First class. First class passenger, of course. So if the Titanic sank, he would have survived anyways. Yeah, true. The man, it wouldn't be so true because also many 
first class passengers, male passengers died. Mm. But yeah, the chances were higher. Also, there was the last picture ever made of Titanic from the coast of Ireland. And there is also this voiceover from old Rose and she's saying, by the next afternoon, we had made our final stop and we were streaming west from the coast of Ireland with nothing ahead of us but ocean. And icebergs. And icebergs. <laughs> And this is where I want to cut this episode because I think it's a beautiful ending. So we have now all the stops. There's nothing ahead of us but ocean. And this is the point of no return. So now the real adventure can begin. So thank you guys for your attention and thank you for enduring us. <laughs> the Once more. Once more, yes. Once more you and open the door and well. you hear in the heart and... <laughs> Sorry. And well, I hope you will endure us the next time too. Uh, hopefully you listen in next episode. Yeah, tell your friends about it. Yeah, and all links and stuff I will again post in the description box of the episode. Tell your friends about it. Give us a like, a thumb up, whatever. That would be awesome. Or comments. So goodbye. Goodbye, guys.